Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Five minutes past the hour here in the Front Porch Sports Headquarters of WKOM 1017 FM in the Lee Company Studio. Coming to you from the banks of the West 7th. Live and in person. Yes, we are. Also, welcome in to our friends down in Franklin County on WZYX 94.5 The Eagle. Glad to have you along for this ride. If you are watching on Twitter or Facebook, we appreciate it. Feel free to comment. Uh, let us know you're out there. Happy to interact with you uh, as we get ready for hour number two of the show. To kick it off, we have in studio with us the guy who will be before us starting Monday, George Plaster, coming in to talk about all the things that are things in the sports world, just as he does every day from 2 to 4. You can hear him on WNSR right now. Or on Monday. Well, not right now. Well, currently through this week, you can hear him. Uh, and starting next week, he will be live right here on these airwaves, 1017. So really excited. George, thanks for coming in. What's what's going on, man? So we now have a two-station network. Hey. Can, can you call Same. two stations a network? We do. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, that answered that. The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Network here. Hey, yeah. you, 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 can't ha- you can't have three till you have two. I mean, that's, that's like that's like that – time-honored phrase in baseball that I hate. His run doesn't mean anything. Yeah, every yeah. run means something. Yeah, I mean, you, if if you're down three, then you got to score that run to score the right. next two. So <laughs> his run doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It means that you have an opportunity to score more. Yeah. So. By the way, here's a scoop. There will be a third. Oh, look at there. Ah, that's very soon. So so you are a network. This going to be. This is the uh, this is also GPSN, the George Plaster Sports <laughs> Network. Uh, George, go ahead and 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 make your pitch to the folks in Franklin County. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, WZ, why don't you do that for me? Hey, Al and Jeff, if you're listening. If George you're listening. <laughs> they're definitely listening because uh they're running the board. We're, yeah, <laughs> they're running the board. Are they? Well, I didn't know who ran the board down it's there. Hey. hey, hey, Al and Jeff are great folks, man. They they do it all down there. They wear all the hats, and <laughs> I'm, I I do not envy them, but I appreciate them more right. than anything. So, yeah, um, really excited, man. Let's really. I, I'm excited because we're getting a chance to to follow you next week. But you'll be on these airwaves, and here's the cool thing, is. You kind of just roll right into you know what we like to talk about, and that is the Atlanta Braves. It's, it's oh, we don't always like to talk about. Oh, this is the summer of our discontent. Oh, without question. Oh. Jeez. The um, the All Star break's probably going to happen at a good time. First of all, is anybody noticing that a year from now the Miami Marlins are going to be a pain in the butt? They're a pain in the butt now. Yeah, they've got great young pitching. The Dodgers yep. are finding that out right now. They're really, really good. And, and we saw it last year. Well, they're way better than their record. That's the thing. Yeah, it looks like it's taken a while for it to take hold. Uh, no no question there. But once they do, once they put it all together, it's going to be bad. 
And I tell you, man, Chisholm and Lopez in the middle of that infield? Pretty darn good. I and saw, let's face it, we gave them a gift in Adam Duvall, who lives in Nashville. And you know, Marte. That was a stupid move to begin with. Well, it was just one of many. Yeah. The, the, the part that's hard to know is, is this Liberty Media's fault or is this Alex Anthopoulos? Because to his credit, Anthopoulos won't really tell us what constraints he's under. He won't throw them under the bus. and That's because in- they sign his paycheck. Well, yeah. It- <laughs> well, I mean, but they yes. kind of push him out there, you know. It's sure. Like, it's like... Yeah, they they let him take the bullets and they sit behind it and and that's kind of tough. I mean, I I have a degree of respect for him for doing that because I'm not sure I could. First but, of all, he's a good Greek boy, so we we've got to give him something. Anthopoulos there. was kind of our first clue on yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Giannis, Anthopoulos, yeah. those are the two biggies, and then I come in third, like way George, down, George, in a cave. Um. So is it actually Giorgio Plaster? No. Okay. <laughs> no, not, not that I'm aware of. Yeah. So here's the thing about Adam Duvall, and I had this conversation on Twitter the other day with, with someone, and, you know, essentially I said, you know, we let Duvall go, and this guy replied that he wasn't the answer to protect Freddie. He would have been nice to have, blah, blah, blah. I said, and, and was basically saying that, you know, they made the right calls assigning Ozuna. And I'm saying, you know, strictly baseball, sure, Ozuna's the better option. But there were a lot of red flags with Marcel Ozuna versus Adam Duvall. And you're talking about the the issue that he had last year, or, yeah, two years ago last year with his uh, significant other. And... Hello? Um, Hello? Everything died. Everything's gone. Yeah, but we got no, we got no video. There oh, there go. it is. That was. Oh, I ah. bet you they. I bet you they plugged in. Oh, you ah. kicked the you. God, ah. George over here. There you go. He Listen, did. He kicked the power. That's okay. I have no idea if you're looking at me as the source of this problem. <laughs> <laughs> number one, it's probably true, <laughs> and number two, I don't know enough to know. Yeah. Other than to just hit that plug down there and yeah. plug back in. Okay, Good look, I, let, let's let's go through this. <laughs> okay, a year from now, the belief is that there will be a designated hitter. Yep, and that's where you would put Ozuna long term, yep. meaning you'd need Still an need outfielder. A left fielder. Yes, and their <laughs> Adam Duvall, their belief in <laughs> Christian Pache and Drew Waters right now is really suspect. And so Adam Duvall, even though he might have been an expensive insurance policy at $6 million a year, you know, right now what they're using are AAA outfielders, Almonte and, and Heredia. Well, and thank goodness for both of them. Yeah. yeah. Because they've been pretty good. I yeah. Mean, serviceable. But they've also they now had to admit that Abraham Almonte is not the answer, and so now they're going with Arcia the sort of the Milwaukee uh, reject. Yeah, you know, Arcia, to me, I, I feel like is he's going to be playing shortstop sooner or later. Well, 
Dansby had mm. better realize that this 180 strikeout pace, mm. it ain't going to cut it. Well, well, 180 strikeout pace wouldn't cut it for a 30 home run hitter. This just in, Dansby ain't hitting 30. So what what do you think's going on with him to get him to this point? I don't where we're know. having this conversation. I don't know because he was going so well. What was it? Two years ago, three years ago, when he had spent, when he had spent all spring training and working with Chipper, and he was driving that slider, he was staying on that slider, Going taking oppo. it the other way to right center. He hurt himself. I don't remember if that was the hand or the foot or what it was, but but there's a trend there of Dansby hurting himself. But when he came back, he had lost that opposite field swing. Yeah, on the off on the um, I agree off speed stuff. And he's not been able to regain that on a consistent basis to start with. So he's susceptible to breaking stuff on the outer half or off the outer half. Yeah, And that's where you get the strikeouts. Two years ago in that St. Louis series was really good. Like I said before, last year he was pretty good. He's shown flashes at times, but you can't. He's at the point where they don't need to be flashes. He's not Andrelton Simmons. He's good defensively. He, he's he got a great glove. He's fine defensively. But he's but not Andrelton Simmons, who's going to save enough runs to make up can, for his strikeouts. He, yeah. And, Mo, let's be honest. The bottom of the order, 6 through 9, has basically become 0 for 16. Mm-hmm. They're all 0 for 4s. Uh, now, I will say this. Jonathan Lucroy will be a better option than Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. and he should have been the first option. Uh, LaCroix a former Nashville Sound. I know him a little bit. He's also a former NL All-Star. Yeah, and, um, you know, he's 35, and so it's all stopgap until Darno gets back. But Dansby now hitting in the five-hole because they don't have any other options. It's basically Acuna, Freeman, Help me here. Albies, um, Riley. Albies, Riley, and, and Dan's. And, 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 and Riley has been incredible. And thank goodness. Oh. <laughs> but but from there, like you said, it's pretty much the, the bottom half of the order is basically a concession to get back to the top. Here's the other thing that you have to ask yourself. Kevin Gausman is an all-star in San Francisco. <laughs> Don't get okay. <laughs> started. Which which then begs the question, okay, did their pitching staff, pitching coach, yes. see pitching things yeah. that Rick Kranitz and Atlanta's staff didn't and, and turn him around? And if so... Why is that? I mean, why why are we having not, to ask that question? Rick Kranitz is not the answer. That guy's got to go. He should have been gone two months ago. He's awful, and I am tired of it. Okay, thanks. Wow, <laughs> thanks for coming to my tag talk. How, how do you feel? How do you really feel? So, I and mean, what's, it's what's a, really irritating about that, George, is you can you can go down the list of guys that were worse elsewhere that came to Atlanta and maxed out. John Burkett, who came from the Giants to Atlanta, being one of those guys. Yeah, in the Leo Mazzoni era, there was... That list is long of guys that they took in and got better. And I I made the statement on Twitter earlier this week 
got my hand slapped by somebody who didn't know what they were talking about. But anyway, you know, Kevin Gossman has been, I said good, maybe serviceable is the better word. He's been decent at least. I mean, he's been a major league starting pitcher everywhere except in Atlanta. And it was pointed out the 287 ERA that he put up the second half of the year after he came to Atlanta from Baltimore. I don't really remember that because the 619 that he put up before they finally cut him created such a stench. Yeah, but I mean, Dallas Keuchel's 6 and 3 with a 44 ERA. Although in fairness, he hadn't been anything to write home about there any more than he was here. The biggest thing that Keiko was when he was here was a, was a veteran with some young arms around him and an and innings eater. He took the ball every fifth day, and there's something to be said for that. And, so, And we got two of those right now, which, granted, Smiley's been pretty darn good. He, he had, <laughs> I, I saw him pitch in Cincinnati a couple of weeks ago, and he was really good. He's Fantastic. in the middle of a five-game winning streak. Yeah, he's solid and right now. Uh, well, Jacob Stallings, by the way, took him yard yesterday, three-run homer. And that was all they got. Yeah. But what was concerning about that at the time was the Braves had just scored a run in the top of the first. And boom. And then Stallings goes yickety um, in the bottom of the first, and you're thinking, okay, here we go again. And to, to Smiley's credit, he shut it down from there forward. So what moves do you make at the trade deadline? First of all, it's hard to know what they're going to be at this point. They may be on the fringe of contention. They may be right there. A, a two-game swing either way. Mm-hmm. You're five games out on July 8th. Yeah. But, I mean, a two-game swing. where five games may not be anything. It's nothing. It really isn't because nobody has taken the bull by the horns. Every time you've been on here with us, nobody looks like they're going to take this thing and run with it. The scary part is the Mets with Jacob deGrom, given the fact that he's going to pitch every fourth or fifth day, it's hard to imagine them having long losing streaks, but they haven't been anything to write home about either. So so let me throw a couple well, out and there. And we beat him. I mean, he didn't right. take the L, but we beat the Mets in a Jacob deGrom start. So let me throw a couple of things out there outfielder mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you a name that has always been on the periphery and now I think's got to come to the forefront Mitch Hanniger in Seattle you know I heard that name a lot over the offseason I'm not familiar right. enough with him to really have a field but th- having I think a monster to, year I think they've got to go outfield I mean I think that's where you have to shore things up is outfield and bullpen okay Especially let me let me ask Marcia as an option at shortstop let me ask the bullpen question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will Smith right now is the closer. He's been all right. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been horrible. He hasn't been lights out. Is it time to reunite with Craig Kimbrell? Shelbyville, by the way, is his home in the offseason. Really? Yep. Uh, he's, uh, he None of these guys ever. from Alabama. Yeah, he played Why do these guys never call me? Where I can tell them all this. Here's stuff. the thing. Here, here's the thing. This bullpen, and I've said it on this show, the talent is there, uh-huh. and they've done it before. They've done it before. What's the problem now? now? Mentor is not what he was a year ago. But why? 
I don't. Oh, I don't know. I mean, that's the question. It's is, is the it whole a mental thing? Rick Kranitz It's a question. Thing. That's the thing. So if the this is what I said yesterday on Fox Sports shows when I had I had an interview uh, with the guy down there and and he asked me. He said, "Should the Braves sell or be buyers at the trade deadline?" You know, he said they should get rid of anybody that they that's not nailed down, which is you know the core guys, right? I said there's only two people that the Braves need to get rid of. And it's Brian Snicker and Rick Kranitz. <laughs> Those are the two people that well, they need to get rid of. If they sold them too. I'll admit I don't agree with you on Snicker. Well, I, let me tell you why I don't what what I don't like about Snicker. One, you're in the you're in a 1-1 game in the ninth inning with a guy on first base and uh one of the fastest guys on the team coming up and you're in a shift uh and that ends up costing, costing you, you a, the double, ball game. a double play and right. the ball game. Um, he manages this bullpen horribly, which is probably that part at, I don't disagree which with. Which is probably well, well, see, at, I do disagree with that because, and I've said this for months. It's been my one thing about Snitker, the one gripe that everybody else has about Snitker that I don't have. I don't know what you're managing because he doesn't know from one day to the next what he's going to get out of there. And I think that's a really good point you're making. Sure, sure, but on top of everything else, I think Brian Snitker is the division in the locker room, not the uniter. Oh, I think he is totally the uniter. No question he is not. He absolutely – Give me me a fact. Ozzie Albies would like like a word. But Ronald Acuna Jr. is the fact. What what do you mean by that? He constantly makes excuses for Dansby while always calling out Ronnie. Always. He's constantly making excuses for Dansby Swanson. Let's be honest about Acuna who is a great talent. He's but Acuna, the best player on that team. By and a to, mile. And to that end, Mike, maybe you ought to adopt the Bobby Cox philosophy with him. If you've got something to say about him, say it to okay. him when nobody else is around. We both know that he incites some things. The bat flip, the all of that stuff, even though it's more accepted than it used to be. Acuna's got a little hot dog in him. Acuna's got a lot of hot dog in him. Okay. He's also got 24 home runs. He does, so he can do whatever the <laughs> hell he wants to do. This is but my problem. What is your problem? The problem is What that is your problem? Oh, when, he's got many. <laughs> when you, when Don't you all have to go to a break? <laughs> when, you're talking about, when you're talking about the way that Ronald Acuna plays the game, you can't make stupid mistakes like running into an out at third base or whatever. But, you know, Dansby doesn't, and he's trying to make a play. But in the in the in in the press conference, you can't do stupid things like that and expect to win ball games. This was three days after Dansby ran into the third out. I will say this: race. he's he is getting a little more uh, critiqueish as their play has maybe warranted it. In the past, he's never thrown anybody uh, under the bus, Mister Mister No Hustle. Well, he's <laughs> again Ronald Acuna Jr. Okay. I'm telling you, he has a bone but to pick with the best then, player but on back your team. Then it might have been a good thing to do. I mean, Bobby Cox did it to Andrew Jones. Oh, without question, and when Jones was killing that, it. But but I think your key though, George, is back then. This guy's getting ready to go to the All Star game for what the third time. Yeah, he's starting. He's got 24 home runs. Uh, he's clearly, clearly the best player on your team. He deserves more respect than he's getting out of the manager's office. Okay. There you go. Okay, I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> but now let me ask this question. 
you're getting rid of him. Who are you bringing in? And <laughs> that's always a question. Well, there's a guy in Nashville right now who had a birthday today that I would not mind. There's a guy in the front. Who are you talking office? about? Ed Yost. Nah, there's a guy in the front office in Atlanta. I mean, if Terry Pendleton is still involved with the I'm team, per- perfectly. Fine there's with a guy that. in the third. Base Ron box. Washington, for Christ's right. sake. Yeah, um, I mean, there's options. I'm gonna leave y'all with this. All right. Oh, I'm gonna talk about it a bunch today. Hmm? The rumor in Atlanta is that Freddie Freeman is leaving. Ticked off. Um, not happy with the way all this went, and is. Hit it elsewhere at the end of the season. So and, trade and him. So that's do you trade him? Well, trade him. I who knows what Anthopolis knows or what he doesn't know. I'm just saying that I'm hearing this strongly, and if I'm hearing it in Nashville, he should be hearing it. But let me ask you this: If you did that, mm-hmm. how do you couch it? Ooh, you don't. We felt like we weren't going to be able to re-sign him, and so we figured we'd get something for him rather than letting him walk. Why are we not able to re-sign him? I mean, I think somebody's going to ask that. that question. Everybody knows the answer to that. Yeah, but they were able. I mean, they ponied up for what he's making now. Are his demands so outrageous? Is it they're cheap? We don't know. I, I think I think it comes back to what you just said. I think he's disgusted with the whole process at this point. I think it's a process issue. Listen today when I have Danny Evans on at three, because I've sort of cued Danny that this is what I want to talk about. His sources are better than anybody's. But do you trade him? I don't. And you let him walk and get nothing? Oh, I don't know. Mo, I want to win. I understand. I hear what you're saying. We can get a a sad day. We can get a lot for Freddie Freeman. You know what, though? (laughs) I mean... They traded Dale Murphy. That's right. Yeah, but that was a different deal. Yeah. Well, it was Murphy a different was deal. It was a different deal, but, I mean, in, t- in the Braves' pantheon. Jeff Parrott. That's what they got for Dale Murphy. Can I leave now? I'm depressed. It's okay. <laughs> you started it. We also, we also got John Smoltz. <laughs> For basically, Doyle Alexander. for basically Jeff Parrott. So. No, no, that no, was no, that was a deal yeah. no, in '87. Yeah, for for Doyle Alexander, straight up, who won nine games, went nine and zero for Detroit. For Detroit, yeah, got them a pennant, mm-hmm. and then they suffered for the next twenty years for it. And wish they had John Smoltz. You think, <laughs> guys? Thanks, y'all behave. George, see you Monday. We'll see you Monday at two o'clock right here on. One hundred one point seven. Mo, looking for. We're going to hook up and make this big. Hey, I like it. I like it. All right, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to probably not talk about as much Braves. We will get into the Big Ten West at some point uh, later this hour as well. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Back to the Lee Company Studio right after this. Mm-hmm. 